0: The Avengers. That's what we call ourselves. Sort of like a team. Earth's Mightiest Heroes type thing. Avengers, time to work for a living. That's my secret. I'm always angry. I am on the side of life. You get hurt, hurt him back. You get killed, walk it off. I'm here to talk to you about the Avenger Initiative. I'm your host, Andrew, and I'm here to talk to you about the Avengers. Welcome to the third episode of our special WandaVision coverage, where we are talking about the latest episode of the Marvel miniseries, WandaVision. This episode is titled, We Interrupt This Program.
1: And it was quite the interruption.
0: Yes. However, before we get into it, let me go ahead and just throw this out there. We will be talking about spoilers in this episode. So, if you haven't watched WandaVision and you have a problem with spoilers, stop for a moment, go watch the episode, it's definitely worth your while, and then come back and listen.
1: Lots of spoilers. Yeah. But we with, got a lot of information in this episode. Right.
0: But with that out of the way, let's go ahead and dive into the episode. no <laughs> No, this, this is quite the episode. This is really the episode that uh, everyone has kind of been waiting for right there have been a lot of people who have been saying i don't get it what the hell is going on um you know just they're looking for more explanation this is not what they expect out of the mcu
1: it is very unique the, this episode is what you expect out of the mcu this,
0: this is closer and i mean in a lot of ways there's a lot of agents of shield kind of style to to this series where it is designed as a multi-episode story. So it's not a it's not an hour and a, or a two and a half hour movie. You know, you're not going to get all of the content of, you know, and the explanation within the first 45 minutes or so. You know, there's a there's a certain ebb and flow to a nine-episode series that that they're just going to have to follow. It can't be all all action all the time and it's not going to be all build up either.
1: Yeah. And you know, there's there's cliffhangers which the movies, even when you know that another movie is coming, there's really not a cliffhanger. Like, the movies can stand alone.
0: Yeah, even Infinity War really didn't have a strict cliffhanger.
1: Yeah, and and even the, the post credit scenes that Marvel is known for, they're not often, they're teasers, but they're not, like, cliffhangers. Right. So, yeah, a TV show is just a different format, a different medium, and it's going to have different aspects to it. Right,
0: and it's going to follow a different structure. Yeah. Having said that, like like we mentioned, we have now kind of gotten you know, that episode that, that people were asking for. Um, literally, this is an interruption in the WandaVision series of sitcoms.
1: And I think it was really necessary to put in at this point rather than just keep letting it go.
0: I don't know that I would say it is entirely necessary. Um, so so this episode effectively takes place entirely outside of the sitcom. And it kind of gives the backstory and explains what's going on in the world outside and kind of how we got to this point from a limited standpoint. Um, and, and where I would disagree is maybe that the entire episode didn't need to be outside the sitcom quite to the level it was. I think it could have been a little more interspersed. Again, we're only four episodes in. Maybe in in two or three episodes, I may change my mind on that. But at the moment, I think it, I I think it could it, it's a little bit of a a little bit of a, a, a slowdown, and I, I think of the story. Yep.
1: But it also it gave us a ton of really important information. One of them being what time in in the MCU timeline when does this occur
0: right we've always known it takes place after um infinity war uh having i'm sorry not after infinity war after end game right. having having said that obviously i had my theory that was debunked all to hell um however um if you go back and look they actually kind of placed it after end game and i just kinda missed not miss that and i just thought my theory was cool so um <laughs> But no, what
1: remind us what your theory was. My
0: theory was that it takes place in the moment in which Wanda is destroying the soul stone or sorry, the mind stone.
1: Right. But instead, we find out that this is taking place about three weeks after everybody returns. So after the events of Endgame.
0: Right. Now, having said that, the, the episode opens at the moment of the the second snap where <laughs> really? Hulk brings back everyone, because uh, as we find out the. The, the character we're really following through a lot of this is Monica Rambeau. For those of you who remember Captain Marvel, she was the little nine year old girl who was the daughter of Maria Rambeau, Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers' close friend and fellow pilot. Um, so obviously, this isn't, you know, based on when that film took place, this is a number of years later. She's probably in her mid 30s, maybe. Yeah. Mid to early, early to mid 30s. Um, and, uh, she is, she is returned by that second snap.
1: Um, and it was a really beautiful moment, uh, I thought, I mean, horribly tragic and chaotic, but I thought that the way that they shot it and presented the return of everybody who had vanished, who had blipped, um, it was, it was just done really cool, and we hadn't real. we got a sort of glimpse of it in, Spider-Man Far From Home, but this was a real up-close look at everybody coming back.
0: And that was honestly more comical, because suddenly a bunch of band members appear in the middle of a basketball game, and that was kind of funny. But yeah, this is certainly the most uh, in-depth look we've had. And honestly, I think it's the most realistic in terms of... The consequences. Yeah, and really, yeah, the effects, you know, especially in Endgame, you really don't see any effects because the Avengers are so isolated at the time. Right. So, which I think for the film works great. It's a very dramatic moment because the first thing you see is Hawkeye's wife calling and that's a very emotional moment. But this is this is a very different kind of emotional moment. This is instead of a very, you know, happy emotional moment, this is a very almost terrifying moment of just the absolute chaos that is going on in this hospital.
1: Right. Because, of course, during the second snap when Hulk brings everybody back back the avengers know what's happening but nobody else in the entire universe knows what is about to happen right and and just the absolute yeah chaos is the only way to describe it
0: yeah so we find monica in this hospital sitting at a bed at a bedside and we find out that she was there for her mother who was undergoing surgery for cancer um and i mean everything's going crazy she's trying to find her mother and eventually she runs into the doctor who is treating her mother who recognizes her and she gives her a brief explanation enough for the, for the moment and the context that you know she disappeared and her mother her mother unfortunately passed away a couple of years ago which you know unfortunately means that we're not going to get that character back in the MCU which I I think is I'm I'm kind of a little bummed out about I think she was kind of fun she had a lot of potential I mean I kind of get why they had to um you know it'd be a little bit tough to age her up 30 years
1: and I think also they just want to focus on Monica and having her mother there would kind of detract from yes. the attention that she is now going to receive as a character in an MCU.
0: Yep. So we then cut to three weeks later, Monica is attempting to return to work at the organization that we've seen before called S.W.O.R.D. Uh, in this case, it is Sentient Weapon Observation. Observation.
1: Observation and report response to response
0: response (laughs) to vision
1: and what is it in in the comics it's not sentient weapon
0: it's sentient world um so it seems like they're they're a little less like shield in this um certainly they are to an extent you know they're kind of the government bureaucracy and whatnot but you know in the comics shield is really focused on terrestrial things and sword is focused on space in this it seems like shield is more concerned with things like ai and nanotech and You know, to be perfectly honest, Vision would fall very clearly under their jurisdiction as a sentient weapon. Yeah. Um, So, as her first mission, Monica is sent out to help out FBI agent John Wu. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry, James Wu.
1: Yes, Jimmy. Jimmy Wu, played by Randall Park, who Um, you loved his introduction.
0: (laughs) I did. Oh my god, I did because <laughs> so if you remember from uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, right, Scott Lang, Paul Rudd's character is is learned all this close-up magic to entertain his daughter because he's stuck at oh, he's he's stuck at home. And and James Wu was very impressed by this. And when he introduces himself to Monica, he he makes his card appear um in a very in a cl- in a very close-up magic move. Um and it was like, "Oh, look, he's 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 learning." <laughs>
1: Yeah, Um, because
0: I'm pretty sure we saw him watching watching a magic video at one point in one of the films. Um, Yeah, so that was really funny. Uh, Fun fact that I learned yesterday from the internet is that. Uh, randall park the actor grew up across the street from comics writer tom king uh, and was apparently very close friends with tom's older brother and the reason it's entertaining is that some of the material that we're covering uh, that that wandavision is based on is the vision series written a couple years ago by tom king sometimes it is a very small world that we live in yep yeah interesting there um so from there basically Agent Wu needs some help with a sword, using a sword, a uh, little drone helicopter to go check out what he thought was a missing persons. Um, but when he gets there to the town of Westview, New Jersey, he discovers that nobody seems to think it exists, even though they're standing right in front of it. I mean, you see the big town sign. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the whole nine yards, the police there have no recollection of the existence of the town, nothing.
1: Nobody who has relatives inside the town remembers them or has any acknowledgement of them.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, obviously it's very weird. Um, And in this process, Monica Rambeau gets sucked into the town through this energy barrier, which looks really cool because um you know for those of us who are a little bit older you know who are who grew up with tube televisions yeah um it really looks like a tube television Like when you get up close like, to su- it yes yeah, super close to it
1: you know when all of our parents were yelling at us because we were gonna ruin our eyes
0: i mean in fairness you and i have terrible visions so. awful <laughs> so so maybe that i
1: i think that's more genetics than television Uh, but you know if they want to absolve themselves of blame and say that it was the tv then
0: that's fine (laughs) um yeah so it's a very very cool effect so she gets sucked into it and then obviously from there you know we get the big government response and one of the experts they bring in is darcy lewis played by kat dennings
1: dr darcy lewis
0: right and a doctor of astrophysics if you remember from the very first Thor film, at least in the, in that film, Darcy was a poli sci major. So obviously, um, the things that have happened since, and her involvement with um, with uh, Eric Selvig and with uh, Jane Foster, have encouraged her into into a real science.
1: <laughs> hey, now, <laughs> somebody out there is going to get offended by that. I don't know. My sister. Ah. <laughs> uh.
0: I make fun. I'm actually the only the only science based person in my family. So um, not
1: anymore. Well, yeah, oh, soon, I'm... <laughs> soon.
0: I I I my 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 side of the family. <laughs> Your biological family. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and uh, so so Darcy's actually the one who discovers, um, as she's reading uh, cosmic background radiation discovers an additional uh, wavelength in there, and it's a broadcast signal, and it is the sitcom. And so as as they're going, we see them kind of piecing together what's going on uh, in the sitcom and trying to identify some of the people. Um, we get a good, not quite conspiratorial board, but there's <laughs> definitely a, a, a board of, you know, the pictures of the different characters we've encountered and who they really are.
1: Yeah. Um, and one thing... Uh, to point out is when you look at the board that's trying to identify the characters and figure out who they are in the real world. um, There is a spec sheet for Agnes. but She's the only one who doesn't have like a driver's license or an identifier attached to her. She's the only one of the people that get put. There are some other characters that they don't mention as they're going through. I don't think Dottie was ever identified. Dottie's not on
0: there um i mean she's the only one she's the only major one the yeah there were you know there were a couple of other guys like the doctor yeah um who really weren't mentioned and obviously geraldine um who they know is monica rambo so they don't need to put anything up for her right um yeah Dottie and the doctor are really the only ones
1: (laughs) who Um, had speaking parts (laughs) yeah i was gonna
0: say there were a couple of the other guys at the uh, the, the meeting. Yeah, the meeting, the that, neighborhood watch. <laughs> yeah, that that didn't really have speaking parts. Um, that weren't uh, yeah. that weren't really a part of it. But but
1: but of the people that are up on the board, Agnes is the only one who has a spec sheet that isn't uh, that doesn't have a real world identifier. Right. Um, she's not mentioned much in this episode. Um,
0: no, almost not at all.
1: Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, so that's something interesting.
0: They also have a good conspiracy whiteboard going, um, <laughs> and I, I think the funniest part they've got things like "What do we know? Who could be behind this? Um, what have we tried?" and then there's a section saying "What don't we know?" and that it's I don't I don't know. I don't want to say it's on purpose, but it's very meta in terms of like what the audience also doesn't know. Like it's the same questions. Why the hexagon shape? Why this? Why that? Is um, this
1: happening in the same time? Right, ty- like,
0: time and space? <laughs> yeah. We'll, is we'll,
1: vision alive? Question mark. Like all these questions. Right.
0: We'll post a picture uh, of these two boards um, so you guys can see them. But yeah, the one in particular, the, it does have a lot of the same questions that we as the audience have. Um, because, you know, at this point, really you know we've seen as much as they have
1: yeah although i think they've seen a little bit more like when we first see uh geraldine slash monica um in the sitcom universe that that clip is not something that we had seen before
0: no there are obviously more episodes going on than what we have seen um darcy at one point mentions that uh wanda washes dishes about once an episode right implying that she's watched several episodes um we do see them make the attempt to contact wanda through the radio and And
1: my theory that it was clint barton was uh pretty well squashed so the internet was right it was james the internet predicted it
0: but part of me wants to like keep a keep a track of like of like what predictions we make that we just (laughs) we just bomb you and i are both at one at one and one right now yep (laughs) Um, i just
1: really wanted it to be true (laughs)
0: It would have been cool, um, but I think this will still be interesting. Um, the other thing we see is, you know, we have seen the glitches or the, the changes in the reality. We haven't seen how that looks basically at, to the sitcom, so to speak. Uh, and we see here, it basically just, it's like a censored, like it's cut. And it's a, yeah. very, it's a very rough, very sharp kind of cut. Um, so it's very obvious, you know, what's going on.
1: Yeah. Anything that Wanda doesn't want them to see. Right. And which brings up um, one of the concerns I have. Um, We now know that the beekeeper is just, you know, random sword agent who they were trying to go in through the sewers in an attempt to because they couldn't breach the kind of the kind of barrier from the street. And they were like, okay, well, maybe we can get in from under and then come up but apparently um this this kind of i don't know tv bar- broadcast barrier ex- does extend uh does extend down into uh in, into the underground for unknown uh unknown depths and who knows how high it goes too but um but he goes in and he goes in in a sword um radiation it's like, a, radiation. Haz- it's like yeah. a hazmat suit yeah and, and then as he crosses the barrier, it transforms into a more um, era appropriate, as, as Wu describes it, production design, um, appropriate uh, beekeeper outfit. And so then he comes up and we see Wanda saying, no, we we have to assume because Monica, when she went in there, appeared to have no recollection of the real world, that when... This agent also went in there. He also didn't have any recollection of the real world. Um, but I'm like, what happened to him? Because she then reversed everything. Did he just cease to exist? Has he been incorporated into the town? Like there's I'm I'm worried about him. I don't think we're going to I don't necessarily know that we're going to get answers because it was just, you know, random agent number two. Um, His, his name was Franklin. They did say that but you know i don't know that we will find out about him but i i'm very concerned for this man
0: (laughs) (laughs) um now speaking of that it, it kind of reminds us we do get to see the end of wanda and geraldine's interaction um more or less once kind of once we've caught up to you know what is effectively the end of the last episode we cut back into the sitcom um as someone uh, what, one of our, our listeners pointed out on Facebook. We didn't really talk about the changes in the aspect ratio.
1: Oh, but they're so um, cool!
0: Yes, it's it's extremely well done, and it, it does a a fantastic job of helping transition you the the audience between reality and the sitcom. Um, and basically, the so the aspect ratio starts to change, and we see Wanda to start poking. Geraldine about what do you mean about Ultron, about Pietro, and as she pushes harder, uh, Geraldine you know, just tries to explain, oh, I'm just your neighbor, and Wanda says, no, you don't belong here, you're trespassing, and as she's getting more and more worked up, she's starting to work her magic, her energy, um, which we haven't seen throughout the series yet. We've seen her do things that would normally use that kind of stuff, but we haven't seen it up until now and she actually blasts Monica through several walls through the neighbor's fence and out of Westview. So when we see her come flying out of this energy field at the end of last episode, this is this is the cause. Um and then Wanda again manipulates this this reality and puts everything back together,
1: which was interesting because I I had seen that clip of her standing in her living room with all these holes and then putting them back together um, in one of the trailers. And I, and so last episode, I was like, OK, well, that's the 70s episode and she's wearing the same outfit. But this scene never happened. So that's why, because it happened in this episode. Um, right,
0: right. Um, and then we we catch up with the rest of the of the end of that episode and we get the creepiest moment of the episode by Uh. far um we get corpse vision so zombie
1: corpse vision
0: as you know at the end of last episode vision walks in and is is talking to wanda making sure she's okay and when he came in you know she looked kind of surprised but she looked like but everything looked fine this time we see when she looks surprised it's because she sees vision as he is as if what she has done by pushing out Monica and by rebuilding, you know, the, these walls, this, this portion of the world, has taxed her so that, you know, her powers have lessened it somewhere else. And Vision appears as we saw him at the end of Infinity War with the giant crater in his skull from where Thanos ripped out the Mind Stone
1: completely gray with grayed out eyes and just
0: devoid of color um and then you know it pans back to wanda she's very very surprised and then it pans back to vision and he's fine
1: right but he is you can tell he is very concerned about what is going on in this neighbor he's catching on um and you know that's also based on his conversation with agnes and herb uh out in the front yard that
0: that was theoretically moments ago right yes um it's interesting someone did point out on the internet vision's eyes in the films are very robotic looking very artificial looking and in WandaVision, they are very human
1: interesting gonna have to go back and look at that
0: yeah i'll have to i'll have to see if i can find a a, a, the side-by-side comparison i saw before now and again they were comparing um Civil War to to this, I I would have to go back and look at Endgame as well. I'm not um Infinity War.
1: Yeah. Um, but going back to the conversation that Agnes and Herb were having, um, you know, we know they are obviously aware that Geraldine, who we know is Monica, um, is a newcomer and. And in the previous episode, they're talking about, well, she just walked in. Did you see that? And it's in that episode, you think that they're talking about her just walking into the house to go interact with Wanda. But, you know, it's I think it's pretty well implied from the events of this episode that what they're actually talking about is her ability that she just walked into town because the rest of them can't leave. Right. So... They may not be aware of um, the fact that other people can enter, but, it, you know, there's so much unknown still.
0: Yeah. Although you and I were talking earlier, I do have a new theory um, that that, you know, obviously vision is dead. Um, and as I mentioned last week, the the cut scene from Endgame uh, that, that showed vision on, on a on a mortician slab <coughs> um, would have would have kind of led into this but that wanda has taken vision and has sought out agnes to help her bring him back
1: and that may have been why when herb in the last episode was trying to tell vision you know we're all trapped we're all prisoners we're all in wanda's head whatever he was trying to get out you know, Agnes may have stopped him because, you know, it, it's also pretty heavily implied in here that if anything happens to this reality, Vision will no longer exist. Vision will no longer be alive. And so that um, we see Wanda. Wanda tells him he's like, we can go anywhere. We can we can leave. We don't have to stay here. And she's like, no, we have to. And right Um so yeah i mean it'll it'll be really interesting once we figure out the significance of agnes i mean i think we all if if we're if you're familiar with the comics you know that it's uh you can anticipate that it's this agatha harkness character but to see exactly who this character is and what she's doing in the mcu i think will be interesting
0: yeah that'll be interesting also um You know, the episode wraps up with, um, we go back to to Monica outside in the field where she landed as she's being being attended to. And the first things out of her mouth are, it's Wanda, it's all Wanda. Really implying that, you know, everything here is at her control, which is kind of what I have suspected the whole time. Um, Again, this really is... Coming across more and more as kind of the m c u s version of House of M, where Wanda has in this case it's more of a pocket reality but has created this reality to serve her needs or her wants and and has just remade this this piece of reality
1: and we now know just from that one line that Monica says at the end that it it's Wanda, it's all Wanda. We now know that the people inside, which we kind of already guessed, but they are aware that Wanda is controlling the reality,
0: or at least, at least to an extent. I don't know that they're fully aware,
1: but they they get moments of lucidity.
0: Yes, that's and, a good that's a good way of putting it.
1: Um, and and you know, I think back to the first episode with Mrs. Hart going, "Stop it! Stop it! Stop it!" as her husband's choking, and she looks at Wanda, and we talked about that in in the first episode, where at first she's telling her husband to to stop it. And then she shifts and she can't say anything else. But you can see in her demeanor and it's I mean, it's it's a truly a great acting moment. Um
0: I also um it's interesting you bring that up because she freezes. Wanda kind of freezes when that happens and someone had had suggested that that was due to um kind of a, a PTSD kind of reaction from when Thanos is choking vision before he rips the stone out. Oh, interesting. Possibility. You know. Yeah,
1: for sure. Hmm. Interesting. I also I was wondering, because we do see that the commercials make their way into the broadcast. Um, if the you know, presumably these all these people, the FBI, Sword, everybody who's involved here is looking very closely at these commercials and nobody mentioned the thing you know the references to hydra the references to stark and everything that were in the commercials but they have to be seeing that
0: yeah although all of those things are so tied to scarlet witch's origin in the mcu that it's not necessarily a i
1: i think if you know that she's the one controlling this reality then it's not that surprising but at the moment that until monica comes out they don't have any idea
0: what's going on they don't but because i mean wanda and vision are obviously the center of this yeah it still makes sense for that those ads are connected to those central figures yes
1: so now that monica is out um i I know you sent me a a new trailer um
0: yeah it's, it's something marvel had shared i couldn't find it on marvel's thing um, but thankfully i follow cat dennings on instagram and cat dennings shared it and there is all kinds of crazy stuff going on there it's one of yeah. those um i'll try and get it out on on social media i'm not really good about sh- how to share things on like fa- on like instagram I'll, i can probably try and get it on the facebook page yeah um, but
1: it's a it's a wild trailer that gives us a lot more i, I don't know clues about well and i think from this point out there is going to be you know there's there's obviously more sitcom um life rea- sitcom reality that's going to be going on but we're also going to get you know probably an equal if not more amount of actual reality
0: yeah um it is funny cuz at one point you know she's in like a like a black shirt and like a flannel a, gr- a blue flannel shirt like a overshirt and she's talking very directly to the camera like you know, all of the the single camera sitcoms of like the early 2000s, like The Office and Parks and Rec and things like that. Um, I thought it was really fun. It's like, man, they are really they're really diving into this sitcom thing.
1: Yes. Although I thought that was more of a 90s uh, look. We'll have to see.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, but but they're really they're really embracing it. Yeah. No, I think the 90s is going to be is the Roseanne parody. Yes. Um, I think the '80s is going to be like a like a full house or not a full house. Um, like a growing pains kind of yeah. Show. You know, unfortunately, just again based on my age, I am really not as versed on '80s sitcoms. <laughs> um, you know, I can I can kind of identify some of them. Um, but like you know, I've been fairly able to pick out Dick Van Dyke Show, Bewitched, Brady Bunch. I can pick up Roseanne from at least from what it looks like from the trailer. Um, but like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to, I think I'm going to struggle next week when we get to the 80s sitcoms. <laughs>
1: Assuming that 80s is next week. We thought the 80s was going to be this week. We did. I, I do think it is going to be next week. Yes. I, I don't think that they can, you know, in terms of the flow of the series uh, that, that they can take two episodes away from, from that, the sitcom progression.
0: Yeah. So any final thoughts?
1: Let me check my conspiracy board. Um, no, I just really loved, I think Darcy and Wu made this episode.
0: They they did. And that, that was actually one of those things that um, the Marvel producers had actually said they wanted to, to bring those two characters back and bring them in. Um, I mean, I, I have enjoyed just about everything I've ever seen Kat Dennings in. So,
1: yeah, just the, the two of them. And I, one of my favorite kind of running gags was, um. Woo being uh, just completely oblivious when people are asking him questions that they're not asking about his personal life. Um, right. Monica, uh, Monica asks a very good question that I would love to have an answer to. Um, but that why why the two of them? Because the, when she first gets there, it's just Woo and Rambo. And those are the only two people involved. And she was like, well, why do we have an awareness of this? Why, why do we not have amnesia about the existence of this town? And, um, but she goes, and what about you? And he starts talking about his childhood. And she's like, no, that's not what I'm talking
0: yeah, about. She, had, she asked some kind of question in shorthand, like what's the background. Yeah. Or so, or, a, yeah. Something to that effect. And that, yeah, he starts into talking about where he grew up.
1: Yeah. And then, um, and then Dar- Darcy, Uh, Oh, it was after um, after the babies were born um, in the WandaVision sitcom. um, And she goes, would you like some? And he starts talking about whether or not he wants children. And He's like, oh, no, you were offering me chips. Okay, never mind. (laughs) That was just a fun little.
0: Yeah. Also, Darcy is almost constantly eating. Yeah. (laughs) Um, At one point, she's got like a thing of popcorn. She's got chips. She drops a thing of ramen noodles. Yeah, that's kind of funny.
1: Yeah. And, and just the fact that like how far she's come from just being Jane Foster's assistant to she's the one who figured out everything that was going on. Um, yeah. So what are your, your final thoughts?
0: Um, I don't know that I really have any, like I said, I'm looking forward to, to next week. Like I said, I, I do think this, this may have broken up the flow a little bit. Um, but it certainly provides a lot of necessary information um, that that is going to help a lot of people uh, stick with the show. So I, I think, from that standpoint, I think this this episode was perfectly timed. Um, but yeah, I, I think the next couple of episodes are going to be really interesting, and and I'm going to hold with my statement that you know, episode five is when the wheels start really coming off. Um, I may be wrong. It may be like episode six, maybe, maybe even seven, but, uh, I'm going to hold with my prediction for now. I'm going to, I'm going to double down on that one. We'll see. I'll probably be in here and, uh, I'll be at, I'll be at two, oh and two on <laughs> I'm, the theories.
1: I'm just go- not going to make any <laughs> predictions. Um, other than, I, yeah, I don't know. Originally I'm also over two. Cause originally I was thinking that, um, that maybe somebody had kind of forced, uh, Wanda into making this reality so that she would have her children so that they could take the kids or something, but that doesn't appear to be the case. No, not so much. So, so yeah, I'm already ill for two, so I'm just not going to make any more predictions for All now. Right. All right.
0: Well, uh, before I, 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 give her a normal little outro here. Um, I do want to apologize. I am working again, still towards, uh, a new episode. Um, if you, you can hear it a little bit here and by a little bit, I probably mean a ton, Um, I have a bit of a head cold um, and I have I have been uh, been out for for several days. Um, Last weekend, shortly after we recorded last episode, uh, both of our kids got sick uh, basically at the same time. So I have basically I spent the most of the week taking care of the boys and, and and then, you know, them them giving me a cold. So I am working on it. Uh, hopefully this week will be a little less chaotic than last, uh, and I can get into it a little bit more and hopefully get that out soon. Remember, you can find us at AvengersAssembly.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and you can find this podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Next week, we are diving into episode five. Oh, it's going to be so exciting. Hopefully things start going crazy.
1: More so than they already have. More
0: so than they have now.
1: All right, hey. All right, good job, guys. Uh, Let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just... Take a day. You ever tried shawarma? There's a shawarma joint about two blocks from here. I don't know what it is, but I want to try it.